Psychologists are experts in behavior and mental health, but can they have an impact on our physical health? Behavioral health teams working in tandem with primary care physicians can improve outcomes and reduce cost. So how does it work? We speak with one psychologist who focuses on patient-centered and integrated health care, providing more comprehensive and coordinated care for patients and their families. I'm Audrey Hamilton, and this is Speaking of Psychology. Parinda Khatri is a chief clinical officer at Cherokee Health Systems, a comprehensive community health care organization with 56 clinical sites in Tennessee. Dr. Khatri provides oversight and guidance on blended primary care and behavioral health services within the organization. In addition, she trains, consults, and presents extensively on integrated care. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Khatri. Thank you very much. We hear a lot today about integrated health care. You know, are patient-centered health care and integrated health care the same thing? Well, they certainly are related, but they are not the same thing. Patient-centered care is really about a model of care that focuses on comprehensive, holistic care that is coordinated, provides access, and emphasizes quality and safety. And so a patient-centered care is really an overall model of care and approach to care. Integrated care is a pathway, if you will, to patient-centered care. So integrated care is an approach to care in which primary care, medical clinicians, and behavioral health clinicians work closely together as part of a team with patients and families using a very systematic and cost-effective approach for a defined population. And so that care may address mental health and substance abuse issues, health behaviors, including their contribution to chronic medical illness, life stressors, crises, stress-related physical symptoms, healthcare utilization. So what, for example, what is a patient-centered medical home? So a patient-centered medical home is a model of care that focuses on concepts of, of course, number one, patient-centered care, in which the patient is really a partner with their healthcare team. The care is also comprehensive, and that means that all of the patient's healthcare needs, including lifestyle management, prevention, wellness, as well as chronic and acute conditions are taken care of. So um, it's much more comprehensive than just focusing in one specific system like your uh, respiratory system or, you know, only a very certain set of issues in your body. It's really designed to to cover all aspects of your health. The care is also expected to be coordinated, so that means that in a patient-centered medical home, you are going to have a team of providers who are linking all the dots for you, if you will, if you have to go to different specialists, if you have to get different labs, all the different elements of the broader healthcare system are coordinated within this patient-centered home. And then certainly quality and safety is emphasized, that because the patient-centered medical home is such a core part and almost a cornerstone in someone's health care, we really want to make sure that it is of the highest quality possible and that it's safe. So I have a primary care physician. You know, does that mean my care is being delivered in a patient-centered care model? 
it's certainly a first step to getting patient-centered care is to have a primary care physician. But again, the core elements of how the care is provided, is it being patient, is it really engaging you as a partner, is it comprehensive, is it coordinated, uh, do you have easy access to your provider 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, is there a strong commitment to quality and safety, all of those components have to be there. So having a primary care uh, physician is certainly the first step, but it's not the only step in getting good patient-centered care. You know, patient-centered care is sometimes referred to as patient and family-centered health care. You know, why is that? People have begun to realize that patients, individuals, don't, uh, don't live in isolation, that we all have social networks and partnerships and relationships that are incredibly important to us. Not only are they important to us personally, they're important to our health. Many of us live with other people. We, we live perhaps with our parents, siblings, partners, children, extended families, friends. All of these people construct a very important social network that has a very strong impact on any person's overall health status. Let's talk about some particularly pressing health conditions. You know, obesity and diabetes, they're critical health problems for a large segment of the population. Will patient-centered care help reverse the trends, you think, for these two diseases? Well, certainly the research data and our clinical experience seems to indicate that having patient-centered care is going to uh, have a profound impact on chronic health conditions as well as overall lifestyle behaviors such as the kinds of behaviors that can lead to obesity. So when we think about really the pandemic of obesity, we have to think about all the different components that are involved, diet, nutrition, certainly genetic vulnerability or predispositions, and also with diabetes, diet, activity level, overall self-management of health. They're all important concepts and all important aspects of health. So if we have a model of care that's able to very aggressively partner with a person in addressing kind of the full scope of factors associated with obesity, for example, how you eat, um, how active you are, and you have some someone partnering with you in this process and really walking alongside you uh, in this process, certainly we have a much stronger likelihood of addressing this problem and helping someone manage this problem and address it in an effective manner than if you don't have that team or that support around you. And certainly for diabetes, this is even more so the case because within a patient-centered medical home, a patient really partners with their healthcare team in setting self-management goals for themselves. We recognize that Good management of diabetes, good management of glucose requires constant vigilance, checking sugars, taking insulin if that's prescribed, making significant changes in diet, making significant changes in lifestyle behavior such as smoking and activity level. And to expect what person to do it on their own is, you know, certainly I think challenging and we've recognized that these are major changes and, you know, if we can certainly work together and we have partners, 
in to help us kind of walk this path, to cheer us on when things are challenging, to give us feedback from lab results, to make sure that they're available to us uh, whenever we feel like we're not doing as well. That's going to, of course, uh, create a much better environment for addressing these two very dangerous health conditions. Now, the health system you work in, Cherokee Health System, is a leader in providing patient-centered care. Can you tell us about how that works? So Cherokee Health Systems is a federally qualified health center and a community mental health center. We have a clinical service delivery model that has a paradigm of integrated healthcare services. And what that means on the ground is that when people come to our clinic, in fact, even when they call in, all of their health care needs are assessed. And so when at the point of care, when someone comes in for primary care services, if there are any behavioral health issues, any health care issues that require behavioral health intervention, that person is able to access that service immediately on the spot in the exam room. And so think about how powerful that is for someone to come into their medical doctor's office and to say, hey, I'm having a lot of stress at work, or I'd like to lose weight, or man, I'm getting these migraines, I'm having a really hard time, even though I'm taking medication in managing it, rather than just getting a card or a pamphlet to make an appointment somewhere else in the future, in that moment, a psychologist is able to come and speak with you and help you set some goals, learn some behavioral strategies to manage those issues. So as a psychologist, which you are, what's your role on the patient-centered care team? I think psychologists have a tremendous amount to offer on a patient-centered medical team or patient-centered healthcare team. And the psychological contributions can range from certainly providing direct clinical services and assessment within that healthcare environment. So in the trenches, seeing patients, conducting assessments, providing interventions and consulting with the healthcare team to improve the quality of care and provide access to care to each individual patient and their family. But the role of psychology in a patient-centered medical home is much broader than that. Psychologists can be involved in the program development and program evaluation component of PCMH. There, as we discussed, quality and safety are key aspects and fundamental elements of a PCMH. And so evaluating whether or not the interventions and the services provided are effective, not only for an individual, but for an entire panel of patients, such as all the diabetics in the practice or everyone in the practice who has diagnosis of hypertension. Also, we had discussed the program development component. Part of what happens in a PCMH is an expectation of taking care of a population. So that means that a psychologist can get involved in developing an overall program, such as group interventions, protocols and guidelines, uh, health education aids, teaching aids for patients that can help address the population health in aggregate, not individual and or by individual. We know that depression has a high level of disease burden for the patient. You know, that is to say, you know, recognizing when a patient is depressed and getting them effective treatment is very important. 
Is patient-centered care better at treating depression than traditional health care? Well, certainly the data suggests that when we engage the patient in the process of their own health, that we take a partnership approach rather than a top-down, you know, I will tell you what to do approach, that we're going to see better outcomes. That once patients are engaged, and, and particularly in a condition like depression in which it's too easy, it's so easy for the patient to be passive and feel helpless and feel like something needs to be done, you know, to them. So uh, certainly what we found is that partnering with the patient, having a patient-centered approach can markedly improve the likelihood of developing and implementing management, depression management program, intervention and treatment plan. That's a really good fit for that specific patient. And we, you know, we, we recognize one size does not fit all. And so partnering with the patient helps us do that. The other thing that is really critical about patient-centered medical home and depression is that we recognize that depression is related to so many other health issues. And so if we can address those other health issues, number one, we may be able to uh, also improve the depression, certainly when we all feel bad physically, you know, it's hard to feel good mentally, and vice versa, that if we can address and improve the depressive symptoms, we certainly can help someone manage their health better and, by extension, improve their clinical outcomes for their other health conditions. Well, Dr. Katri, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. For more information on integrated health care and patient-centered medical care, please visit our website at speakingofpsychology.org. With the American Psychological Association's Speaking of Psychology, I'm Audrey Hamilton. Thank you.